Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? I need to change the frame. There we are. It's September 28th, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling. This is your AEW post-show review. We got Alex Palowski here. Please leave a thumbs up. Please donate a super chat or a humper chat. If you are on YouTube, um, there, there might be a little bit of a different way for you to donate super chats. I think there's like a metal, and you click it, and there should be a little drop-down menu. It's a pain in the ass for me to explain, but it's very easy for all you people. Uh, please leave a thumbs up, though. Alex, what do you got going on? Um, woke up tonight with a bad case of the kindergarten flu. Oh, Finally, no. my, my daughter's been sick since August. Like, she never fully gets over whatever the hell that she's uh, uh, got from all those little Petri dishes she goes to school with. And yeah. finally, I have succumbed. I woke up this morning with a terrible sore throat, so I'm 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 pushing through uh, for all you people. Uh, it's funny, Denise had a little bit of a sore throat last week, and she called into work. But Alex shows up, absolutely, and he does his job. He mm-hmm. does his by God job. Uh, we did our job today. Fightfulselect.com. We had more news on Soraya's uh, Soraya's deal. We had more news on MJF and what he did when he was out. How about this? Right after the show tonight, 
I'm going to have details on uh, what necessarily changed for tonight's show as a result of people who couldn't come to the show. Uh, we are, of course, sending our love to everybody in Florida. Uh, you're going to be able to hear more about that on Day After Dynamite Thursday with Will Washington as well. But we definitely send our love to people who are affected by the hurricane and hope that you get better. Also, I do realize some of you may be hesitant, cognizant of the, the content that you take in, given uh, Malachi Black's words this week. I just want to say I understand that. Um, and we're, we're very cognizant of our role in that. We spoke about it at length on Listing Your Boy. Uh, I want to say here, though, the tweet that I put out before I saw his video, I am sorry that I posted that. I shouldn't have posted that. But um, there's a bit more of, of an expansive explanation of the news we got, which, again, I do stand by our reporting uh, and our approach. We will never, ever on Fightful cover somebody's mental health, their illness, their pregnancies, their personal relationships, as long as it's legal above board, doesn't involve like an arrest or a lawsuit or something like that, unless that talent comes to us or one of their reps and says, they would like to share this, which has happened once or twice. Other than that, we do not touch people's mental health, and that is to be taken seriously and uh, should not be used as a vehicle to troll somebody, to harass somebody, or anything other than that. And uh, I, I wish him nothing but the best and uh, hope that he, he feels better soon. Hope that we see him back better soon, completely regardless of what he said. He's one of my favorite performers in the world, and... Um, just you, you always hope that people are as well off in, in that regard as they possibly can. But if you want to hear that discussed, we did discuss it on Listing Your Boy. And outside of that, we're probably not going to touch that for a while. Mm -hmm. But we've got lots of stuff to talk about on AEW Dynamite. Please leave a thumbs up. Alex, can we get like matching purple outfits like we should. yas we should we should get matching was that crushed velvet it looked like it it looked like it uh i love their entrance i love how boy bandish it is mm -hmm. like i mean the backstreet boys just came to town and mm -hmm. two of them are from here so they mm -hmm. took over the city for like three days right it felt like it was 1999 again so mm -hmm. that's fresh in my mind as this happens but uh we have Luigi Primo, who, listen, politics and all that other stuff aside, he's since been like, he's since kind of outed himself as an anti-vaxxer. So yep. to some people, he's very popular. To other people, they're like, eh, <laughs> eh. But I thought in this role, it worked out very, very well. He got a good reaction from the crowd. Mm -hmm. And Daniel Garcia clocked him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I thought that he served his purpose because... Why wouldn't he be hanging out with the sports entertainers? Yeah, there's nobody more entertainment side of sports than Luigi Primo. I make it to pizza. I make it to pizza from New York. So everybody can boo him. Uh, it's perfect. Um, yeah, uh, that and I also, but I, I did love. Um, Was Hager there tonight? Which I mean, understandable. There's going to be a lot of people that couldn't make it tonight, right? Unfortunately, I, I, I didn't. I didn't happen to notice. You'd think you would notice a guy yeah. standing three heads taller than everybody else out there in a purple suit, but I didn't see it. Um, I love that they're like, "We got you a gift. It's a bucket hat to match the ridiculous suit that you're wearing." That obviously Danny Garcia didn't want to wear either. 
thought that was great, but it was so funny because he punched Luigi the Pizza Man. And um, and the crowd did not react the way they wanted him to, because they're like, no, I mean, he's a pizza man. I mean, he's, he said the New York thing, we're Philly, and the anti-vax stuff, but but don't pu- don't punch the pizza man. But then later they panned over, and Luigi was still dead. Like he never he never woke up from that one shot. It was very funny. Oh man! Uh, also, I want to say R.I.P. Coolio. Man, that's heartbreaking yeah. news. That's heartbreaking news. And get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Our great moderator Luis is uh, going to be taking these down, and he'll make sure that we we get those in for you guys and get them read before we go on the air or, or while we're on the air. But you can leave them before we go on the air as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got plenty of stuff. Uh, on the docket, but this opening segment, do you think this is an official turn for Daniel Garcia? Because he's like, this isn't what I am. It's not what I was supposed to be. The bucket hat bit was great. Yeah. Oh, it was Cause, so cause amazing. Because that's absolutely who he was up until like two months ago. I know. Um, he hasn't been wearing the bucket. Even before he turned, like turned, started to be more like, uh, wanting to be more like Daniel uh, ben- Brian Danielson, he wasn't wearing the bucket hats as much. But this summer... It was all bucket hats all the time, either that or the Kangol. Um, I thought this was this was a very emblematic of like, this is who I used to be, um, this hat, and I am different now. Uh, which is funny that that was the bucket hat was the symbol for that. But I think when you say to Jericho, I would like to have be a tag team with Brian Danielson to face you and Sammy Guevara, your 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 little your little brother or whatever he called him. Um, I I think that's. Basically, that the rift is now unrepairable, you know. So Danielson did make his way out, challenge Daddy Magic to a fight. I thought this opening segment was really good and doing a lot of things. And Daddy Magic is so good. I keep saying so that I, I get like Randy Savage vibes from his mannerisms and his delivery. Now, a lot of people acted like I was saying he was going to main event WrestleMania five or something like. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, man, his delivery, it's very, it seems influenced. It seems like there's, there's a lot of, a a lot there. Um, But I think that he is really, really amazing at what he's doing. And he's very good in this role. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, that when you know your role in wrestling and you do it as well as possible and you put a hundred percent into it, things like him happen. Mm-hmm. And they knew it when they were in NXT, and they, they, they didn't really get the opportunity though. But yep. they knew it then. They were doing the web shows and all that yep. stuff. Two point are one of the great success stories of mm-hmm. having another brand yes. and showing, like, listen, they could have worked out either way. They could have worked out in either place, but AEW was the better fit for them, right? Yeah, I, I agree. I think that um, they might be one of the biggest success stories in moving from WWE to AEW. Because you saw all these people who, you know, that we, we thought were going to be shoe-ins to be world champ within six months. Um, that has not paid for, to fruition yet. You know, we, whatever, like we, when, when, when Aleister Black debuted as Malachi Black, it sure looked at the time that they were going to strap a rocket to that guy and make him world champ at some point real quick. Same thing with Andrade, but those di- that didn't happen. 
Even even Miro had a really cool TNT title run, but he hasn't had a match in like three months. Like 2.0, the former 2.0, former Ever Rise, um, Cool Hand Ange and Daddy Magic are always on television. They're always around. They're always doing stuff. They're they've shown in matches that they've had. They're very good workers. Um, I I also think Daddy Magic is low key one of the best promos that they've got on the roster. That thing that he cut, the backstage thing that he cut after uh, Blood and Guts, was just like out of this world good. Like he's yeah. he's really really talented. And and I think there's a shot at somewhere down the line where you might be able to move him up the card a little bit as opposed to you know a, a comedy sidekick. Maybe he gets to actually do some things. Maybe he might yeah. get a, 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 at least a, a chance to challenge for the TNT title as a singles guy. We got Riot DR saying, hey, yo, technically Yas came out looking like a boy band on the same night. Chris from NSYNC was revealed to be the mass singer. Hey, spoilers, bro. Uh, oh, also, man. with the existence of Luigi Primo, should there not be a Mario Epico? <laughs> yep. That's right. I uh, love you guys. Brent Lockman says the opening segment. I'm pretty sure they could have used the static electricity to defend the ring. That had to be an illegal amount of velvet. That's one of those times after yeah, you like yeah, hug really them, you, you touch something to make sure you don't get shocked. Yep. That's Chris right. Tussler said that Garcia's body language is top notch and conveys a lot. It does. And Brian gets the win here. Obviously Tom LaValle says daddy magic and cool hand Ange for tag champs. I think they're absolutely going to be tag champs at some point. Like, I think they, they have they, to be. They deserve it. Sure. They have to be. Brent Lockman says, you and Garcia have been uh, around all the right people for a whole year, and it shows. Uh, Garcia especially. I think Garcia, from a character standpoint, has evolved more than Yuda has. Uh, it's worth noting, Yuda's YouTube video of, of his defining moment is their most viewed YouTube video of the year yeah. right now, Alex. Uh, yeah. 4.6, 4.7 million viewers. Hmm. Uh, but... Kate's Chicken Tenders Jambeard says, I still say going from NXT to AEW 2.0 and Ty are probably two of the best stories of being able to show what you can do. And Luis mm -hmm. mentions, and Swerve Strickland as well. Absolutely Swerve Strickland. Like he right. found that thing in NXT that set him apart and he has just exploded with it since then. Uh, yep. But 2.0 and Ty, like th this just wasn't going to happen for them in NXT. Right. Agreed. Which is which is an unfortunate thing. Yeah. Uh, Chris Routh, thanks for becoming a YouTube member. JW Pringle says, NyQuil chicken will make you better, Alex. Oh, I should try that. <laughs> Meet Norma says, sending love to Florida homies, SRS, and anyone kicking, getting kicked in the yam bag <sighs> by life. You're not alone here. We appreciate you, buddy. Brett Lockman says, happy belated birthday, Alex. Thank you. Chris Frazier says, any word on the Dynamite Dozen match coming back? Uh, if it does, it should just be uh, MJF should win it again. I mean, he's got yeah. to win it every like every, every year yeah. until he retires. Zach Schimmel says, I think it's okay for AEW to not always have a banger show. Everyone can have off weeks. But let's remember to do one thing. Just enjoy wrestling. I mean, it's, it's how each person wants to consume it. I mean, right. I have asked Alex to just enjoy wrestling for six years. And he refuses to the point to where he's made a career of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, uh, I, I wish I could just like uh, just sit back and watch and whatever it is, think it's great. But I always want things to be better. 
Yes. I, 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 as a viewer, I am a perfectionist. Yes, indeed. James Zimmerman says, one of the tightest episodes of the year, 5-5. Five, five. I mean, that's the thing. We got people saying great episode, uh, boring episode, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Rerun says, I just wanted to mention the commentary upgrade since Taz joined Dynamite on a permanent basis. Taz and Man in the Mask are a reason to watch Dark. Uh, yeah, Taz is incredible. And I think it was evident, like, Jim Ross was was not right for this spot anymore. Mm-hmm. No. And since he's gone, viewership hasn't waned. It hasn't hurt them right. at all. In fact, it, it's helped them. And I've got a ton of respect for Jim Ross. It's just use it. Pick pick your spots with him. Yep. Sawyer says, did you see 2.0's incredible promo before last week's match against Bronson? I can see them being the next to split from Yas to re- reconcile with their son. Uh, I, I wouldn't be talking up a, a big split yet but yeah they are incredible with their promos like that's the Mm -hmm. thing like they can do it they can talk they can sell a match that's the thing they can build and sell a match and that's what that's the purpose of a promo alex absolutely Uh, i think i think that they're very they're very very good at that um and i i listen if you had asked me a year ago do you think the acclaimed are going to be aw champs i would have said no i don't i don't i mean i don't think i think they might challenge for the title once or twice but they're never going to be champs. And now they're undeniable. So you never know. You honestly have no idea. But 2.0, a year from now as tag champs? Sure. Absolutely. We have MJF and Wheeler Yuta. I think one day Wheeler Yuta is going to have that on the mic. He's carrying the confidence right now. Uh I just don't know if the content is there necessarily. Yeah. I loved when he he tried to come out and pull an eight mile B rabbit Papa Doc situation on MJF yes. and be like, I already know what you're gonna say about me. I would have just went with that. Just right. went went with that. Uh, and one day that can be what shuts up MJF is like, yes. well now I don't. And then that's what sets him off, and the troll gets trolled. But that didn't stop him. He just came out and said all the stuff. <laughs> yep. That Wheeler right. Yuta was going to say, and Wheeler Yuta still got mad about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Wheeler Yuta was kicking him down the stairs later on. Yeah, it was. So it's like it backfired. So yeah. that'd be like if Papa Doc went, said all that same shit, and then beat him in the rap battle at the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, damn, and took his job. But yeah. damn, like this is. Poor, poor Willer Uta, man. He was trying to get one over on MJF. It didn't work. No. Uh, yeah, because I love his, like, no problem to come out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Out there and talk about how much the Phillies suck. And then we, MJF did. It's like, I'm, I'm still yep. gonna say it because I don't I don't care. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I, I I did like um the thing about all of this I like the most. Was MJF coming back? You and I know we have known each other for a long time. Yeah, we wrestled each other dozens of times, going up and down the East Coast in the Indies. 
So I, I know all about you, and I will say to your face, you're one of the best wrestlers in the world, but but you don't quite have what I have on the microphone. Um, and I think that's – what do I, I always say this. Don't bury your opponent. Put them over in the promo. Yeah. That way it looks better when you eventually beat them. Or it looks better for you if they beat you. Yeah. Like like all those things. Like, and I thought that MJF did a great job of that. Um, uh, but I also, yes, there was a there was a um, a Wheeler Yuta line. Uh, if you don't fight me in this ring, I'm gonna leave you in a pile of blood on Broad Street, and the crowd love that. So like, no, no, this is a perfect thing for MJF to do in the meantime until they get to the point where he's probably going to cash in his chip at full gear. But this is him. Him fighting with Wheeler Yuta for a couple of weeks is a great idea. Yeah, and uh, it will only help Wheeler Yuta. Chris says he's impressed with his mic skills. Not great, but he's good and he'll get better. That's why he and Garcia have passed Sammy and Darby recently. Well, I mean, also, they're on the show and Darby's not as much. But yeah, I agree. Wheeler Yuta, it's like the person you want him to work with is MJF, so he can get better with this. Yes. Chi-Town Spurs says, hot take. I thought Yuta's pile of blood on Broad Street line was better than anything MJF said. That was good. Oh, that was good. very good. Lethal calls out Darby, so we're getting that. But we got Moxley against Juice Robinson. They keep referencing the fact that Juice Robinson says he's a free agent. He has said he was a free agent before, yeah. yes. and he wasn't. And he's very good. He's like a super worker. He's one of the guys that if – like I. I interact with him here and there. He doesn't do social media. So if I ever want to talk to him, I'm like, hey, man, what's up with this? Or let's do an interview. Uh, let's talk about this. But anything he tells me that could be perceived as like not public, I got to ask somebody else because he's a really, really good worker. Um, he is another person that before the benefit of AEW gambled on himself and it was a uh -huh. win. Sammy Callahan betting on himself was a big win. Mm -hmm. uh, and CJ Parker betting on himself to become Juice Robinson was a win. He has now worked for AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan, and CMLL. And I bet you, if he is a free, if he is a real free agent, WWE would love to have him back. Mm -hmm. He can cut a promo like none other. Kevin Owens said he was one of the best promos in the world at one point. Uh, that's pretty high praise, but... He got he loses to Moxley. Pretty fun match. I like it. I, I do understand like some of the criticisms when people are like, man, AEW's own people can't get on the show. And that I do understand. But I'd want to butter up Juice Robinson. That's a guy you want on your roster. Yep. Or you at least don't want on WWE's roster. No, you don't. No, you want you would like to build a good relationship with Juice Robinson. With as he calls himself, rock hard Juice Robinson. Um, uh, I, yeah, that's the guy you want on your roster because you can do some interesting things with him. He can have great matches with all your top guys. Um, he's really great, and I, I, I'm, I like the idea. Like, like, listen, this is a dude who's had great matches with Mox in Japan, beating them a couple of times, and. I think that giving him not a title match, but one of those eliminator things is fine. If you want to say, well, why won't somebody on the actual roster get an eliminator match instead? Fine. 
but it does feel like they're just doing stuff around where there are already contractually obligated matches. Like you yes. got that Cincy match um, with with Boy, uh, am Moxley. I stoked. Moxley Page is gonna be great. That's gonna be so good. Um, so you really can't do anything else. So getting your world champion on the show, wrestling a match against a top worker in the world, one of the top workers in the world. I mean, that's always good, as opposed to, you know, just not appearing for several weeks in a row as your top as your top champion in your company. I'd always prefer to have the, the your top champion on the show and working on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, guys, right now on FightfulSelect.com, we have some uh, updates on, on uh, the people who missed the show tonight and what was planned. Uh, so subscribe, FightfulSelect.com, just $5 a month, and you get usually at least two exclusive news pieces a day and about a show a day on average. So between 25 and 30 shows a month, You'll get pay-per-view preview shows. You'll get special stuff, sour graps. I'm doing a live Q&A tomorrow before I hit the bricks and watch the Bengals beat the Dolphins. But hey, if you want to get your question or statement in right now, get in those super chats. Uh, Hall of Fame Jericho hater sends a humper chat. Alex, it's very generous of you. Uh, but says, really have not liked much about Dynamite tonight besides Hangman's Fit and you to brawling with MJF. Even Danielson and Mox have seen a bit off tonight. Seems like my Mets are currently... <laughs> Losing to a 64-win baseball team. I mean, yeah, Aaron Judge might have more home runs than some teams have wins this year mm -hmm. uh, when all is said and done. Congrats to him on 61. But um, Hangman came out. We're getting that match in Cincinnati. Evangelina Grace says Hangman is a style icon. And Carl says, shout out to him for wearing the Dolly shirt. It's amazing. Amazing. Uh -huh. But before we get to that, Kelsey says, Juice is so special in a hidden gem. Any company that gets a chance to use him is lucky at this point. Great job as always, guys. Yeah, and MA says, need that tag team with OC, Orange Juice. That's a long-running uh, like, like bit in that regard. But <laughs> Juice would be a good addition, and I say that cautiously because they've got an inflated roster already. They do. Like, they do, but there's, there's certain guys you make room for. At least I think true. that. That's true. And my thing has always been like it would, especially with AEW, it would, a lot of things would be solved so much if you had a rotating off season where guys get to go away for six weeks to two months, heal up, take a vacation from very needed R&R, &R, go off with your family, go on vacation, do whatever. And while they're gone, you write them off with, with a kayfabe injury or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and while they're gone, somebody else slides into that position, and and can have a, a run at a championship match, a higher elevated position on the card. While the other guy is gone, you can just rotate guys in and out like that. It'd be a really great way to uh, to solve the bloated roster problem. Yeah, uh, damn, I got to sneeze so bad, <laughs> driving me nuts. And Vince Vince gets fired, and all of a sudden we just let anything happen That's around right. here. Uh, but, I mean, that, that is kind of what they do now, except people just go off TV without really explaining it, which right. I guess there doesn't always need to be an angle for that. Yeah. But Mox it said – tighten or, things up a little bit in my mind. Kate's Chicken Tender says, you know what, just for the hell of it, give us a trios match. Death Triangle versus Bullet Club 
Ace, Bay, and Juice. Oh, I would love that. I love this generation great. of Bullet Club. They find a way to keep themselves relevant. Well, um, MJF takes exception to Hangman even showing up uh-huh. and says, you guys are just fighting to lose to me. But then <laughs> Yuta kicks him <laughs> down the stairs. He appeared from behind <laughs> him in the suite, which was just great. <clears throat> I love it. It was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, I thought this was one of the more useful things. By the way, Alex, your, your connection is a little, little wonky. A little wonky. But you know what? I might have a solution for you, Alex. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And I'm definitely not doing this to give him time to adjust it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 30-day money-back guarantee. Four free months. Works on all your devices. You can get a VPN, a pass, a locker, or all three with their great tiers. And you can change your virtual location with just one click. Save on pay-per-views, on uh, wrestling content, on services when you subscribe to overseas services. And you get access to a lot of that geo-restricted content that comes at a much more affordable price. But NordVPN.com slash Fightful unlocks that for you. You're going to end up saving money. I mean, you're going to save money anyway because you get four additional months free. But once that kicks in, man, you're going to save so much money. It's going to pay for itself. It is one of the best things I use on a daily basis. Uh, NordVPN.com slash Fightful blocks online trackers, annoying pop-up ads, and malware. It's a good time, guys. You want it when you're using that unsecured Wi-Fi. When you're traveling, you don't want that shady stuff. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I love it. Alex loves it. The world loves it. At least once a day, I have somebody hit me up, and it makes me happy saying, use NordVPN.com slash Fightful. So happy about it. Well, I'm happy that you do it. Orion says, you just stole Keith Lee's gimmick for the MJF attack. Yeah. Yeah. And Ian Hunter says, uh, they better be giving us Ethan Page title win in Toronto if they're giving us Danielson versus Jericho yet again. So, I mean, for the ROH title, and I'll talk more about that, I I was like, ah, man, all right, again? Okay. Kate's Chicken Tender says, you Rice Krispie Treat, you can snap, crackle, and pop me anytime you want, man in the mask. Scrummy, scrummy, scrumptious. Um, Excalibur's got a potential lawsuit. He does. He does. He should go to (laughs) HR. I mean, he really should. Um, uh, I, I, I did love, I love the Rice Krispie treat line, but they're in, they're in Philly. And I thought it was just a <laughs> wonderful opportunity for him to go, Ooh, man in the mask. I'm, I'm going to order your cheese steak with extra whiz. Oh, mm. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Jericho, you know, can attest that he does love the extra whiz. He does love the extra whiz. If you don't want to get blocked by Teddy Long, NordVPN.com, code Fightful. I hate to tell you, that doesn't work because I was also blocked by him. Anime Otaku says, it's a shame J- Juice seems to be a heel and Tony Storm a face. I love that AEW seems to be building the mixed tag matches around actual couples. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean they, they don't love each other, right? Right. Well, then we had it, and it's the most talked about thing, the Soraya promo. Joel says, enjoyed everything except for that promo. WWE supported through her, all, her through all her problems throughout the years. Paid her to do nothing when they released mass amount of people except to clear her. So, of course, she throws shade. Well, I do want to say a couple things. 
yes, that is that did happen. And her deal even got extended. And there were times where she probably should have been released and they took care of her and helped her out. And I mean, she even said it. They were afraid she was going to die at one point. And mm -hmm. fortunately, she is still with us. You don't know what exactly how things were behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You don't know if I, I don't know if maybe she wanted out. Don't know how any of that worked. So I don't want to pass judgment on that. Ricardo, though, brings up Soraya, who said, I am the revolution. And said that she's going to create change, but it is very clear as of right now, she cannot make contact with anybody. Right. And that, that was avoided. And there was sort of a state of the women's division address. And the baby faces came out. Then the heels came out. Ricardo said, hopeful, but have a hot take. She said, nothing of consequence, which amounted to a bunch of buzzwords. Am I wrong? We're going to talk about her part of it at first. What did you think about that? Well, uh, obviously, she's uh, beloved instantly by the crowd. Um, it was a really cool moment for her. I'm, I, I, I only assume um, um, her coming out and you know saying, "I'm the revolution. I'm here to make change. I want to make," which is all, which is great. I mean, I'm, we've we've been talking about the, the women's division needs to change for a while, and I was thinking to myself, well. If she can't work, could she be like an on-screen commissioner of the women's division? Like she 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 made a match tonight. She just changed the stipulation on the fly. Apparently, she's allowed to do that. Um, so maybe that's what they're doing. But I see a lot of people who are disappointed that she's not immediately working and going to be the champion soon. Like it's. The problem I had with most of it was, hey, let's get all the women out here. Yeah. This never, never feels right. Um, and uh, it seems to happen with women in wrestling more than, yeah, at, at a disproportionate rate, right? You never see get all the men out here. That's not a thing anybody ever says. Uh, sometimes they would have like the whole roster, but the whole roster, but yes. not like, like, yeah, you're right. But anyway, um, and so the, the women come out the ones that they have near the, 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 the good girls. Um, Athena's there, Madison rain, sky blue, uh, and, and Tony, um, and Tony's the champion right now. She's the interim champion, but she's the champion on TV. And it did feel kind of like Soraya being like, Hey everybody, this is Tony storm. I don't know if you've met her before. Like, not like, like she's the champion. We know who she is. Like, you know, we don't need you to tell us how great she is. We've been watching her. She's she's about to have a match. It felt very odd. The whole thing felt kind of disjointed. And it actually, for me, got worse when Britt came out and they tried to have a war of words. And it was like yeah. the worst comeback since like third grade. Yeah. So Britt came out and I thought the, the line Willow was. was sorry, Willow was there. Yes. Yeah. The, the, there was the line about uh, the neck which I thought actually was a good line. She's like, I've given my blood, sweat, and tears, mm -hmm. and my neck, and, and unlike yours, it's equipped to carry that weight. Uh, Garwalk mm -hmm. says, bring out the women's division. Met with five people coming out. Yeah. Two of them have been on TV lately. was unfortunate. Understandable given the storm, but I might have pushed the segment a, uh, a week due to optics. Love Soraya, but that was so awkward. It was a little awkward. 
and Jambeard says, I don't mind the promo, but Britt's stuff, even with the neckline, was not very good. Britt is great, but I'm getting tired of her. I thought her stuff was, was fair enough. Um, it was it's fine. Just, it was getting hijacked by the fact that Jamie Hayter is super over Alex. <laughs> yep. And that this is not the right role for her right now. You capitalize on what she's doing uh, while, while she's hot, I think. Yeah, me. Uh, yeah, it seems elementary to me, but what do I know? Um, the, the 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 but the line of like, was it Soraya, Soraya? Nobody even knows. Like, well, you're one to talk about my name. Your name rhymes with shit, which just felt mm-hmm. very odd. Like it was like supposed to be this big clapback line, and nobody knew what to do with it. The crowd was stunned. We get we had like Taz just go whoa on commentary. Like that was it. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't feel like. I think it was meant to be a like here is a great sign of things to come, and it just felt disjointed and awkward to me. But I will say this: the women got about thirty minutes of time, almost with this, including the 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 the, um, the, the match as well, starting at the top of the second hour, basically, and that is a really good sign to get the women more time. At a different time, not the 9.30 death slot, like give them the time that they need. That's good. But you just need to fill that time with stuff that is not this. Because this, I don't think, uh, worked very well to me. Roy says, I would say, let's get the women out. Here happens in most media. Remember that random awkward scene from Endgame? I actually haven't seen it. But you know what? I'm going to watch Deadpool next year. Oh, there you go. that. Nerd Guru says the Soraya segment was super well intentioned but executed horribly. Nobody felt like a big deal, and I could have done without the extremely forced WWE references and the Brit neck joke you can see coming from a million miles away. You right. can see it coming from a million miles away, but I, I really don't mind it. I really don't mind that. The WWE shade, it has become like the, the typical, like, oh, they're here, time to take their shot type right. of thing. But I don't know her journey. So um, it's. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought this was, I don't know. It, it just felt very awkward. I think you needed to, if Jade can't be there because of the storm, you got to mention Jade Cargill. She's yeah. 38 and no, she's a title holder. Let's bring out the women. And, and it's like five of them. I, I guess you were probably going to bring out the heels too eventually, but they brought themselves out, but no Jade felt very odd. We've got CM saying the Soraya promo segment was clunky, but I liked it. The match that followed was awesome. Almost 30 minutes of the show is dedicated to the women. Love to see progress. Twitter will never be happy. I mean, it's more than just Twitter. It gets, you know, it re- different, different people like different things across all different platforms. Yep. So um, Meet Normus says, I'll be at Dynamite next week, roughly 200 miles away from North Carolina. Will I see two matches not including dark for women? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, probably not. Wayward saying, uh, Soraya calling all the women out to the ring felt like a big deal. Felt like real life feeling, seeing all these women on TV being badass. Anna Yas getting her moment and the Dolly shout out, women for the win. The Anna thing, I'm still waiting. Like, I want some substance to it. Me too. I want some substance to it, but yeah, yeah. We got Tony Storm defeating Serena Deeb. 
Joey Bag of Donuts brings up that finish. What a goddamn finish it was. My goodness. A second rope pile driver. One of the best finishes that I've seen in a long time. And thank yeah. God it was the finish. Yes. Yeah. Jesus, Alex. That was incredible. What'd you think of the um, match? I, yeah, I I was here's the thing. Like I love Serena Deep. Um, and I guess it's fun. We want, you know, to be a competitive match. Um, kicking out of the Storm Zero short pile driver, which looked like it was a pretty stiff one at that, was interesting choice. And I was like, oh, I, I wonder if they're debuting a new finisher here uh, for, for Tony because the old one couldn't get it done. Yeah. Here's a new one. Apparently, the new one is just the the monster version of the old one, yeah. which is fine for me. That's okay. Um, I thought that was a, a hell of a finish. Um, it was a good match. I wish the, wish the crowd would have been into this more because I thought it was a really good match. And Me too. I, I Especially, I thought, once... The, you know, the promo was clunky, but I do think that this was well intended because it got a lot of people on the screen. It was a lot of time devoted. And there were people like Willow Nightingale, who I think is going to be a breakout star one day. Um, yeah. On on screen in a role where people, they got to look at her and say, oh, well, she's beating up the person that was just cheered heavily. So I thought it was really, really well intended. I think it was a good step. And if it's saying... We're going to do better in that way. I'd much prefer that over, this was all Baron Corbin's fault. We're going to do yeah. better. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I much prefer that. Yes, much prefer. Uh, to, to Soraya saying, we're going to make a change, and here's here's the first example of it. Here's a good title match with a an avalanche pile driver finish. Yeah, yeah. Oh, incredible finish with this match. Yep. Corey says Deeb is overdue to be AWROH champ. At this point, I'm starting to wonder if it'll become like the story that she's got to achieve that because she yeah. never has won the big one. And I think that would be a good story to Me too. apply to her. She is as close to a female Bret Hart as we're going to get, like mm -hmm. from her facial mannerisms to the way that she attacks in the ring to her demeanor as well. It looks like everything she does is intended to hurt somebody or intended to win. And I really like that. Right. Sawyer says, TK trying to turn Willow heel by have her face hater, the mad lad. That is that is a rough situation for Willow to be in, right? It's it like, really is. You're, you're one of the most likable people in wrestling. But hey, by the way, you got to go out there and attack this woman yeah. that <laughs> that everybody's cheering for. Yeah, it's a tough one for her. Um, it, it is, it, it is, you know, the, 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 I, we insist on keeping somebody heel or face that the crowd is begging for them to turn is always kind of an odd thing to me, but also you, then you picking up strays along the way by like, uh, by, by then ruining some yeah. momentum for Willow by forcing Willow to have a, a feud with Jamie, who the crowd now is going to be even more. Like saying, no, 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 turn Jamie yeah. face. We like Jamie. So therefore, they're going to be booing stuff or, or not reacting to stuff that Willow does. That's bad for Willow, too. So, yeah. Nergru says, is the Brit Jamie thing dead? Because if so, WTF. It shouldn't be. They should have pulled the trigger on it. Yep, they really Do should. Do a double term with somebody else or something. Jamie should be a face. Yep. Jamal says, would love to see them have Soraya do some commentary, at least during women's matches. 
bringing more diversity is always a beautiful thing. I mean, I kind I I like her the idea of her being like the commissioner, the the sort of uh, whatever AJ Lee is to wow. Yeah. I think sure. should be there, but um I think that that should be do that should be happening, but I I don't think they can ignore the Jamie Hader thing and I don't think they will. Right. I think they recognize it. I think they got to do that. Yeah. They gotta, and I, I'm sure I think they will. I think there are still some little hints here and there of it, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, all things considered, a lot of mixed reaction on the women's thing. I don't think there can be any mixed reaction to the match. That thing was good. No, that finish good was match. amazing. Really good match. Mm-hmm. Acclaimed and Keith Lee, uh, Scissor Day, Scissoring Day is next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee appropriately is upset that Billy Gunn got physically involved in their match. He has a reason to be bothered. Mm-hmm. I thought this was yep. good. We have Private Party and Butcher and the Blade arguing backstage. Jose's giving him a pep talk, but Andrade is like, hey, you work for me. Matt Hardy, um, touching on a sensitive topic, saying, get out of your deals. I'll be waiting. <laughs> like, damn, bro. But we're getting Private Party, Butcher and Blade versus Acclaimed on Rampage for the tag titles. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a slapperino. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Also, I got to agree with King of the North thing. There's always going to be mixed reactions to AEW women's stuff because nothing will be enough. I agree. I agree with that. Um, but that match on Rampage is going to be a slapperino. Speaking of slapperinos, this Ricky Starks pin on Eli Isom. Jesus Christ. He did the Rochambeau. And uh-huh. he, he pretty much did the Nikita Lions finish without yes, the splits. Did. Yep. <laughs> so he did that. I couldn't tell if Eli was laughing or not. <laughs> it was amazing. He just, he does the fun. earthquake and I'm a, I'm a big John Tenta guy. I oh, love yeah. him. Oh, I yeah. love him. That when wrestlers, when haircuts, <laughs> when singlets were men, John like, Tenta. <laughs> Well, how old how old was he when he was feuding with Hogan? Like 24? 26! 26! <laughs> with the chest hair and the balding skullet. Oh my god, it was so dope. And here's the thing. Because he was so good, I would like, I was a child, and I'd see people that looked like that at the gas station, and I'd be like, they're gonna fuck somebody up. Mm. <laughs> like, they're gonna me- they're gonna squash a snake in a bag or yeah. something. Like, Yep, it's gonna be bad. And John Tinto is the legend. Uh, Ricky Starks beats Elias, and there's not a lot to mention here besides Ricky Starks is really great. Yep, he really is. Yeah, and this is the kind of thing that I think is really great to keep guys like this uh, over and on TV. And because Ricky Starks won versus Will Hobbs, but it was yeah. didn't count in the standings or whatever. So uh, it's a way to to, to keep him uh, going strong. I keep saying this, man. If you t- if you're telling me that, uh, let's say MJF wins the title whenever he gets his his title match, and the whole the whole story is he's gonna hold on to that thing come hell or high water until the bidding war of 24. But there's a guy who takes it off of him right before there's a deadline. If that guy turned out to be Ricky Starks, I'd be all for it. Ricky Starks is a special, special, special dude. He is. I think he is. He's a can't miss guy. And if they miss on him, woof. 
Uh, Action says, did you guys catch the acclaimed road to this week? I haven't yet. I want to. Uh, I've been a little bit behind. Been a, been a wild week, to say the least. But I'm sure it's great. Uh, Anthony Bowens, I did a feature on Anthony Bowens a few years ago. And it's sort of come full circle because a little inside news for you guys. I'm doing one on uh, Casey Navarro, who's warrior champion and uh, just left MLW. And I just had people glow, people eager to talk to me about Casey Navarro in the business, really respected people. Anthony Bowens is one of those guys. Um, So, I mean, his, his road to AEW was wild. So, yeah, I'm very excited for you guys to see that. Lovely Punch is the team of Private Party and Matt Hardy should be called Party Hardy. That was the rib long ago, but I I wonder where because like it, it worked for a little while, but it didn't work long term. So I'm like, mm-hmm. why why are we doing it again? I don't know. But yeah. Uh Sean says AW production does a bad job bleeping out curse words. So they they're not good no, at it. Not good at it. Jambeard says, give me Lee versus Billy with Lee destroying him. I think eventually somebody does need to like completely squash Billy Gunn. And it's like kind of impressive because Billy Gunn, like I wouldn't say he's been overly protected, but when a guy looks like that and he carries the, the, like everybody knows who he is, you're going to, you're going to protect him as like one of your legends type Mm -hmm. of thing. But he does need to be put out to pasture at some point. Doesn't mean he can't wrestle after that. Look at Sergeant Slaughter in the two thousands, right? He would still do stuff. Uh, somebody said on Twitter, and I think it's very funny. They're doing that DX reunion in a couple of weeks on Raw. Yeah, S- some kind of scissor me chant is gonna is gonna erupt because Billy Gunn's gonna be the only guy who's not there, and I can't wait to see what Triple H does to try oh, and combat that chant. It's gonna be crazy. Do you think he scissors anybody? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if anybody does, it's gonna be X Pac. Mm-hmm. Or they can they could do this kind of scissoring. Yeah, there you go. That would be a nice, see, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that'd be their way of like showing a little homage to it and being like, don't take this shit so seriously, guys, mm-hmm. which is what I wish we would see more of as opposed to right. Me the too. tribalism that we see. But, uh, you know, what colors do, do DX wear, Alex? Uh, green. Yeah. W- would you say that they're a couple of athletic fellows? They used to be, certainly. Okay, so (laughs) blew my segue there, but you're right. (laughs) Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Get back in your prime with athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. So many stressors in life. It's difficult to maintain that effective nutritional habit and give your bodies the nutrients it needs to thrive. Busy schedules, poor sleep, exercise, the environment, work stress, or simply not eating enough the right foods can leave you deficient in key nutritional areas. I can tell you September has been the craziest month, personally, privately, professionally for me. I've been taking AG1 every morning to make sure I get my greens because I want to make sure that that diet is balanced. One scoop of AG1 has 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients that include a multivitamin, multi-mineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. The special blend of high-quality bioavailable ingredients and a scoop of AG1 work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. It supports energy, supports focus, aids with gut health and digestion, and supports a healthy immune system. It replaces multiple products and pills with one healthy, delicious drink. And they have changed their formula over 53 times over the last decade and counting. So that's once every few months. They adapt with science. 
athleticgreens.com slash Fightful gives you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. I'll be taking my travel packs with me uh, to Cleveland, to, uh, to Cincinnati tomorrow. I'll be staying overnight to watch the Bengals game. I'll be taking them to Toronto with me pretty soon. Head over to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Try it today. Uh, we have current Battle Slam champion Baron Black who put this over on Twitter to us mm. as well. Jambeard says Alex with the potato internet. Not anymore. Not nope. anymore. It's uh, it's it, it fluctuates. Yeah. Uh, Jambeard says HBK or X Pac will be the ones to reference it. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would say so. Uh, Luchasaurus. He's going to be on the next Dynamite. You got the Jack Perry segment. What did you think about that? He, I, I want to say this, by the way. FightfulSelect.com revealed internally he's listed as Jungle Boy still. So not Jack yeah. Perry full time. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is, this is they're, they're going to stretch this out because Christian is hurt. They're going to stretch this yeah. out for a while. And I think it's a, it's a, there's a, there's a something very, um, you know, uh, I don't know. It's timeless about, you know, former best friends. Now they have to fight kind of a thing. It's yeah. It happens all the time in wrestling, but especially when it's, when one of the friends is a jungle boy and the other one is a dinosaur, it really feels yeah. like it's a, it's a direct to video sequel to a Disney movie. Yeah. And it, it should be, it should be good for a few, for a few thrills here and there, but probably ultimately not worth, the $16.99 that your daughter makes you pay to buy the, the video on digital. Guys, get your super chats. Get your humper chats in. We are heading down the home stretch. Uh, Sean says, hey, Alex, Costas, a now a bull, and now Giannis. I don't get it. I mean, I know who Costas no, is. Co- but no, Costas is Giannis' is, uh, younger brother. is signed with the Bulls now. Oh, well, uh, Giannis is not uh, that much, no. I assure no. you. That's for sure. uh, it's yeah. really Brian says, I know this is the AEW show, but stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. I'm currently okay and have power. Sending love to all the Fightful family and wrestlers that call Florida home. RIP Coolio. Uh, I am sure that Shane Helms's mentions are an absolute train wreck <laughs> during all of this. And yes, like, most, yeah. if you're in that guy's position, it's like, you might feel like you can't even friggin' tweet anything because right. it's gonna be just a mess as a result. Yes, true. Silver versus Roosh, uh, and Lee Moriarty versus Fuego for Rampage. But then we hit the main event. Chris Jericho defeated former ROH world champion Bandito. They set this up with a video, which I think is good that they're mm-hmm. doing, Alex. Shy Town Spurs says, please tell me they signed that marvelous Mexican man. I do not know. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, but I think Bandito can work there. It's just, if you are Roosh, if you are Bandito, if you are a high-level Mexican talent, why do you sign full-time with AEW? Right. You work into your other deals that you can work AEW because, let me tell you, ain't any other companies work running Wednesdays. That's, That's the benefit of AEW. That's how they can get everybody they want. Nobody's traveling right. on Wednesdays. Nobody's running shows on Wednesdays. That's right. Like they they can get whatever they want. So I think for high level uh, talent in Mexico, that's got to be a benefit. And even some in Japan, even though you see more weekday shows in Japan than other ones, but um, you can work the AEW dates whenever they need you 
while mm-hmm. still getting those high pro- profile Mexican right. uh, bookings. It's just a matter of the the full time money. Like, is it worth it to not do a full time thing with AEW or not? It really depends on what the offer might be. But uh, yeah. this match, this match, uh, what do you think of it? I mean, it, it was great. Bandito wasn't going to let it be anything less than great. He's an amazing wrestler. And I thought that yeah. Jericho held his own the way he's supposed to. But the match kind of played out exactly the way I thought it would, which is why I was so angry at the end of it. Because <laughs> I think Bandito is is like one of the best uh, workers oh. and wrestlers in the world. And, and it's just it's one of those things where I would rather see that guy win than Jericho. So I was upset at the end. And that's the whole point, right? Because we'll talk about this at the end, but all the hijinks and the, the promo that Jericho cut and the thing that he does to Bobby Cruz is supposed to get me to hate him. So like, sure. I'm right. You, I'm right to hate Jericho. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's part of the whole gimmick. So yes, I hate Chris Jericho because he's not a very nice man. I've I've got a great idea. So we've still got to collect a lot of things for our 10,000 subscriber yeah. show, which I mean, I've been very blunt. I think that Select probably has peaked at about 11,000 something subscribers. I'd say around the beginning of the month we'll probably dip below 10,000 again and eventually get back above it, but we still got to put together like the 10,000 stream. Yeah. I think a segment needs to be the Alex says nice things about Chris Jericho stream. That's good. That's good. Like that. That's going to be a segment. We'll do that. Yep. Love the lion tamer being used. Love Ian Riccoboni on the call. Love Bobby Cruz being involved as well. Jambeard says, you know, thinking about it, I know Erico or Jericho did his, did it because of his eighth world title, but it also might be his eighth AEW nickname. <laughs> he's used. It's true. It's true. Uh, Weird says there's a video now of Bandito excitedly hugging and lifting up TK on the ramp like TK was a child. You know, some people will get so weird and butthurt over that. Like, let the man hug. Let the man hug. Jambeard says Jack Perry should be his street fight hardcore name like Jericho has the pain maker. You should have a little hat, too. You should have a a little little hat. A little stupid little hat. After this, Jericho says that this is just the first step. He's going to beat all the ROH champions. He's going to disrespect ROH. He doesn't even know what ROH is, but it's something completely different now. Yeah, he wants, and man, he now wants to now call it R- Ring of Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. So I I like that angle. It's just, I'm like, man, to Danielson already? To Danielson already is kind of rough. Now, I love the idea of them being like, okay, well, Jay Briscoe is around. He's available. Davey Richards, I don't know if they play well with MLW, but he's out there. They play nice with Eddie Edwards. He's out there. They got Roosh on the roster. They've used Dalton Castle, Jay Lethal. I'm just looking up and down. Matt Taven's deal is about to be up. Right. Um, Kyle O'Reilly isn't going to be back for a while, obviously. Uh, they ain't bringing in Michael Elgin. Jamie Noble is working for WWE as is Nigel McGinnis. They're not going to bring in Austin Aries, obviously, but there are plenty of people. If you can get low key to keep, to uh-huh. just not be political one night, you could have a banger. 
Unfortunately, we lost Xavier, who was going to make a bit of a comeback uh, around the pandemic. We lost him a couple years ago. But there are a lot of people that they could really do with Jericho sort of being like, no, screw that. Yep. And man, I actually love the idea of Jonathan Gresham returning against Jericho. The sure. uh, You want to talk about the antithesis of sports entertainer. Right. I keep saying he could be this generation's Taz. A guy who is small and you look at like, what's he going to do? Well, let me tell you, he's a fire hydrant that can tie you up in knots and you can't yeah. do anything. You can yeah. look at him and say, all oh, you're short and he'll say tough shit and you're tied up. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of ways that they can they can do things, but how do you think this goes? Um, I, I think that what you've described, at least this is what Jericho says in the promo. It's champions. I'm gonna I'm gonna desecrate the memory of what Ring of Honor was, um, and obviously um, that would that would piss off a guy like like uh, Brian Danielson. So it's odd to me that they're already doing this on October 12th, unless you just have Danielson win to prevent Jericho from doing what he says. And that way you don't have to call all of these former ROH champions and bring them in to lose to Jericho. But um, if you're going to have him, what? This. Jericho versus PCO should be on the rampage in Canada. That would have been good. That would be good too. Um, I, I basically what they've said, I'm going to, I'm challenging you, Danielson, this will be their third match in like six weeks, which is not yeah. usually something that, that they do. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, him versus, um, him versus, uh, Danielson for the ROH title would be fine as long as Danielson wins because, what we have now is the, the otherwise what you what you started now is a I don't know how six to eight month storyline of Jericho. Like, are, do you really want Jericho desecrating the memory of ROH? Like, I know that's what yeah. he wants, but you would book the thing. Do you want to bring in all these former champions just to sacrifice them to Jericho to get his yeah. version of ROJ over? I mean, fine, but. I think it's that good depends heat. on where, where you go from there. Um, I, I think the, the best thing they could do is to have uh, Danny Garcia be the guy to beat. Possibly, yeah. Jericho for that title and unify the pure and ROH title belts the way I Danielson agree. did once. I think that's the best way to do it. I just don't know how long it takes them to get there. I would probably say full gear. You do Danny, uh, Danny Garcia versus uh, Jericho to unify those titles. And I would certainly, if it were me put over Danny Garcia there um, to, to make him, I would, you know, but I would probably unify them and kind of bring back the more, the the, the title they were using last year. That looks a little more contemporary. Um, The, the original title being used was because Bandito was sick and couldn't, couldn't appear at final battles. So they had to do something. And of course, Jonathan Gresham was a big original ROH guy. So they said, why the hell not? And he made that title prestigious. Brent Lockman says, I could listen to Rick Abani and Excalibur nerding on commentary forever. I, I just think that uh, John or Ian Rick Abani is one of the most talented commentators, knowledgeable, uh, clever guys out there. Yep. Jan Beard says, if Jericho is going to face ROH champs, it should lead to Christopher Daniel, Impact, uh, Honor No More, Castle, hopefully bring back Gresham to beat Jericho for it. 
Jericho and Christopher Daniels would be a good one because there is that story there of how long right. they've been around. I think they finally had their match though, but because yeah. Christopher Daniels told me that was on his bucket list was to face Jericho. Get your super chats, get your humper chats in. Heading down the home stretch, guys. Broadway Joe says Jericho kills the integrity of ROH. Garcia saves it. Simple enough, effective but boring. That's been my main complaint with ROH for or A to be for a while now. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of see it coming, but if it's good, I don't really mind. And also, they do need to consolidate some title belts. Uh, I love the pure rules, but I don't know if, I don't think they need that right now. Mm -hmm. You can just do pure rules matches here and there. And yeah, for that, that could be a stipulation that occasionally the ROH title is defended under. There you go. Brent says, as a proud son of Toronto, I have one question after tonight. Am I about to see Danielson win the ROH title from before my eyes? Well, if you do, I do, because I'm going to be there uh, wow. in a few weeks. There I'm you go. very excited for that. But, oh, man, I I don't know. I, I Well, as Jericho would remind you, he's not from Toronto. He's from Winnipeg. No. So it's he's not like Winnipeg a hometown idiot. thing. Mm-hmm. And Danielson's going to be over there. Jordan says, well, Jericho Danielson means ring of here we go again. <laughs> I love both of them over it for now. It turned out quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, Jesus. It's true. I, I don't like the rematches when it happened on WWE yep. constantly, and I don't like it yep. here. Jambeard says, I think it was LaSex God versus SCU during the pandemic was the only match where CD faced Jericho. I'm going to look because I could have swore they did the match. But if not, well, they, they need to do that one. Mm-hmm. Carl says, learn something new tonight. Didn't know Jericho or Toronto is a country until Jericho called it as such. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, you you. by the way, they were right. Uh, no full-on Daniels versus Jericho match. So mm. they got to do that because Christopher yeah. Daniels told me that was like on his bucket list and he wanted to do that. Skywalker Club says a few takeaways tonight. Soraya, happy for her. And for the love of God, get the ROH title and Garcia away from Jericho and with Danielson. I'm sure Alex agrees. But Alex, you got sour graps. I'm going to have some time off over the next few weeks. I should still be here Wednesday. I have have, uh, Monday off. I've got a couple of Dynamites off as well. I need to arrange those because... I'll be in Toronto. I'll be in Cincinnati on that Tuesday. I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell you guys are going to review that Tuesday. Um, I have no idea how that's going to work. We might, we might have to do the old, the thing we used to do the during double the pandemic, show. which we have to watch both shows yes. and then review them. Yes. Uh, might, we just so, bring that back for one night only. So I'll be having a little bit of time off. And honestly, I need a little bit of time off. Yes, if you guys do. have followed me on Twitter, yeah. Uh, for personal and professional reasons, but I appreciate yeah. all of you. I had so many wonderful people reach out, especially like wrestlers and stuff, sharing with me their experiences and, you know, providing support through the Malachi thing, through the the other bullshit I dealt with Monday, through the personal stuff and the physical stuff as well. I haven't been able to respond to all the messages, but I want to say, guys, I've read them all and it means a lot, especially those of you that are, are sharing your experiences of a, a family member, sort of losing their their cognitive function and all that stuff it means the world to me and thank you guys so much uh jam beard wraps us up and says get kate to cover for srs more singing please uh well actually yeah sour graps i mm-hmm. think I, I said this a while back monday be, 
will be Monday. It'll be on the main feed. We will have some bonus shows for you guys on select to sort of make up for that. I've got the Q and a on Thursday, but uh, I'm doing some traveling and doing all that stuff. But Alex, what do you got going on? Um, You can uh, find me on the Twitter at Alex uh, sour graps. Also uh, over on my own personal YouTube, Alex sour graps. Um, uh, Been doing uh, watch alongs. Didn't do one tonight because been feeling under the weather, but I usually do watch alongs for uh, dynamite rampage and raw. Um, and I've been doing also a playthrough of The Last of Us Part Two, which should culminate tomorrow night where we'll finish right. out the game. And people have been really enjoying those. So if you're a gamer as well as a wrestling fan, uh, come over and check those out. And whenever the AEW game comes out, I'm buying that day one. And I'll just be streaming that all the time. because I think you Got your watch hours there yet? Oh, yeah. We got the watch hours up. We're monetized yeah. and everything. It's hell yeah. Going great. So Love to see it. Well, we got a couple more chats. Matt Black says Daniels had a tag match with Kazarian against Jericho and Hager. Hasn't got his one-on-one match. Hope you guys are having a great night. Thank you so much for clarifying that. Armand is amazing. Says Garcia Jericho at full gear. Maybe final battle. Where do you see Tony doing final battle? Fought of two places. Daly's place or Hammerstein ballroom? I think Daly's place is a good idea. I think they should do it at Daly's place. I think that would be really good. Or the Hammerstein ballroom. I think Hammerstein is maybe a safer bet uh, than Jacksonville. But thank you guys so much. Until next time, guys, we're out. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.